Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. I'm really excited about today's show because we're going to talk about a subject matter that I know a lot of you will be able to relate to, and that is what do you do when you send your quilt off to be quilted by a long arm quilter? Well, I've invited my friend Cheryl Aribe, who's with APQS, which is American Professional Quilting Systems, it's a long arm machine, to join us today so we can go over. What do you do when you drop your quilt off? Welcome, Cheryl. <laughs> Hi, Alex. I'm so excited to be here. It's kind of scary when people do that, huh? Uh, it can be if you're really attached to that hard work you've done for probably weeks or months that you've been working on. Well, I think that we all are, usually, unless it's like a dorm quilt or something, and we say, just right, do what you want. <laughs> do what you want, yeah. But first of all, how did you become a long-arm machine quilter? Well, it's it's a great story. I'm glad you asked. Um, it's kind of interesting. Um, I used to be a hairstylist before. As you can see, I have great hair. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have great hair, and Cheryl does my Gee, hair. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Unfortunately, I got severe allergies all of a sudden after years of doing hair, and um, my skin got really infected from the chemicals, and I could not do it any longer. Um, so I had to do what a lot of people do and go on disability for a few months to get it cleared up. Um, took a long shot. They said, do you want to be on disability or do you want to be retrained? And I said, well, I'm too young to not be retrained, so let's try that. Well, I sort of had an idea in the back of my head because I'd always loved quilting, and I had a good friend, Christine Maricini, that did my quilting. Um, and I always admired what she did because she could work from home. Now, she has a new book coming out, right? Right. She is... Um, in spring of 07? Yeah, Machine Quilting Solutions. It's with C&T Publishing. Oh, and I have quilts in that book. Okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> a little plug for both uh, of you. Um, so I uh, kind of had in the back of my mind that maybe I would um, ask them if I could be retrained to be a long-arm quilter. Well, of course, like... Well, do they even, like, know what you were well, talking does about? anybody that's not a quilter exactly. know what we do? Right. Okay. So uh, they said, well, interesting. Uh, explain it to us. So I wrote, uh, I wrote an article on what long-arm quilting is, submitted it to them. They were very intrigued and impressed. Um, of course, I showed up on time to my appointments, too. Those things help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then they asked me to go take it a little bit further and do a business plan, which I highly recommend to anyone that wants to do um, a home-based business. And we're talking state of California or state, county? State of California. Okay. So uh, it took me about two weeks. They asked me, treat it like it's your full-time job, and I did. I probably put at least 80 hours worth of work into that business plan. It was about, oh, 20 or, 20 or 25 pages. Wow. And they were very impressed with that, so they had an outside person evaluate it, and they, with flying colors, passed me, said, we will help you get this business started. So instead of investing their money that they have set aside for retraining, they helped me invest it in myself and my home-based business of long-arm quilting. That is a really great story, and I think the part that I can relate to is that trying to get somebody outside of the industry... right understanding what we do right they they were so excited and so supportive it was so different and they were actually glad to help which was very refreshing as well um so i had started researching the long arm machines and i found one um 
and they helped me purchase it. I had to add a few dollars to it and mm -hmm. buy some supplies, but hey, you can't ask for more than that. No kidding. <laughs> and now you are with APQS. You do a lot of the national shows with them. It's so fun. I love it. And it's just <laughs> enough to where I don't get tired of riding on airplanes too much. Right, right. Um, and it gets me out of the bubble at home. Mm -hmm. So it's fun. I love meeting all the new quilters and, and longtime quilters too. And you've got kids, uh, boys that are in junior high. Yes. So you do have to balance it and it is nice that you can be home and you do do work for other people right yes I do I, that's hard to balance too with traveling to the shows and quilting for others but I work it out okay well when you are going to quilt for others are there certain things that you want your clients to do before they bring their work to you well yes and I want to preface this by saying that these are my preferences mm -hmm. Uh, every long arm quilter is different. You should definitely ask them what they like, but most of us are generally uh, the same. Um, to me, the very most important thing is I want you to bring your quilt to me neat and clean. Neatly pressed. Um, you'd be surprised on how really? some people try to bring their quilts. <laughs> but then there's the customers that don't know any better. If it's an heirloom, they may mm -hmm. not be a quilter. They found it in their grandmother's closet or something. Um, if it comes in disarray, do you try and educate them so it doesn't happen again? Or how do you handle that? You know, I go by the customer. Uh-huh. Um, if they do not have a clue about quilting whatsoever, I really don't go there because they're not, it's not going to matter. It might be a one-time thing. If they find a real interest in quilting, of course I try to educate them because who knows, we might be able to turn them into a, a beginning quilter. See, no, I like that. <laughs> right. Looking for new bait, huh? Well, that's true. keep us all in business. That's right. Um, I don't think that's too um, stupid of a thing to do. <laughs> um, another great thing that's really important to me is I like to make sure that they bring their quilt back to me prepared. Uh, meaning if it's a pieced backing, it's already sewn, the seams are pressed open preferably, and really nice to have some extra backing around the edges. How of the much quilt. about, Cheryl? I like minimum of four inches. Some quilters like more, some like less, but that's a good uh, medium place to start. Now, what about batting? Do you supply it? Do you prefer to supply it? You know, when I first started, uh, I was kind of caught up on, oh, I have to do it my way and use my batting. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that if you're an experienced long-arm quilter, you can pretty much handle anything that comes to you. So if I've got one of my dear quilters that bring their quilts to me regularly and they get their batting on sale somewhere... It doesn't bother me to use it. Of course, there's maybe better battings. But uh, what, what if they come like with a high loft or something like that that I would think is totally inappropriate? Uh, I'll tell them. Okay. I, I would tell them, you know, what is, there's so many things that go along with that. You know. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to be using it for? Who is it for? Is it going to be a wall hanging? Because mm -hmm. of course you wouldn't want a high loft batting for that. Um, so then I would take it a step further and explain to them what, what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes they have their heart set on something, and really, I'm not going to lose sleep over it because it's their quilt. That's true. That That is true. Yeah. That, and that's, I think, really important, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. and they come to you for a reason, and the reason is they didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Usually. They didn't know how they wanted it quilted. Uh, it might be a very large quilt, and they're bringing it to you so that you can put it on your large table and get it done. Now, let me ask you, do you expect to be acknowledged if it's entered into shows and things like that? Well, it depends on how cute it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know me. I'm honest. I can't help it. <laughs> 
So, yeah, it's nice to have that acknowledgement just because, you know, it's kind of fake if you don't. You I, know, you I agree. I it. agree. I know, yeah. um, you know, Paula Reed does a lot of quilting I for know, me. I excellent. And I try, uh, not try, I always give her names, mm-hmm. name, but sometimes the publication leaves it out or whatever, and it just is like a knife in my heart. Well, I, I know what you mean, and I agree, and I, I have seen that happen. Uh, you know, but I think we're coming along, and, mm-hmm. and more um, companies are coming up to date with that and giving the quilters credit, and most shows are starting to. Even our local fair is giving credit to the quilters now. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Um, I, also, when you bring a quilt to me, I would prefer that it's not basted, although now, um, you know, we have zipper systems. That I think I've showed them to you before that go on the leaders of our quilt machines. I didn't think you had to baste on a long arm. Well, you can. So it's nice. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, you can pre-base your quilts. A lot of the long-arm quilters are doing it now so that they're already ready to go, and they can just, they apply the zippers. They can zip them on their quilt machine. It's a business. Saves okay, time. Okay, time wait a minute, money. wait a minute. Okay, I'm not understanding. Mm-hmm. I thought that when you worked on a long-arm, right. you didn't baste at all. Right. That's the way that it used to be. Okay. But we have really smart people. You actually met one of the inventors, Sue Schmieden, a few weeks ago at your retreat. Right. She invented a zipper system. Uh, she's from the Quilt Connection in Wisconsin, um, where you can apply these zippers to the leaders on your frame of your long arm machine and then pin based the other set of zippers to your quilt backing and top. Yeah. You, I can show you if you email me I can show you pictures. Okay, awesome. It's fascinating. Okay. Anyway, so it saves time because you can just zip your quilts on. So Oh, if, okay, okay. Right. Get it, get it. So if you've got a, right. a stack of quilts all basted and, and ready to go, you can just zip them on. Time is money. You save that time. You're making money. It's business. That's good. Yeah, so I don't really care if you bring it basted or not. Um, I really don't like embellishments on it because I don't want to have to worry about having to quilt around it. Mm-hmm. So they could put that on after. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't forget your pins in the quilt top. That would okay. be really nice. I, I think I should use a magnet over the back of the quilt and make sure there's no <laughs> pins oh my left gosh. in. Could you imagine sewing over a pin, not expecting it? Well, not only that, there it is. Then it's embedded in the quilt. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's stories of long-arm quilters uh, sewing uh Scissors and all kinds no. of things. Oh, yeah. Into the quilt. <laughs> so that's not a good thing. Should be laughing. Um, and one of my preferences also is, you know, no pet hair. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, You're allergic, allergic to cats. I, know. I can't I know. help it. I'm I know. just born that way. I wish I was, and I don't like being needy in, well, in that way. I think um, another thing, too, that would kind of gross me out is smoke. I was just going to oh. say that was my other thing. And I have gotten them. You know, I, I'm just learned to not be as picky. There okay. are ways you can handle it. I can hang it outside, make sure there's no birds going to poop on it or, yeah. <laughs> you know, get some fresh air. Some people say you can put um, a bar of soap in a bag with it. Whatever. I, I can air it out. Most of my customers don't do that. Okay, but I would just say, I mean, like in California, I think this is something that we don't deal with so much, but I know there are other regions in the United States where possibly it happens. So just be considerate about that. Right, right, right. Be considerate about it. And two, if it's a real big issue with the long-arm quilt, they're going to ask their customer. Okay. You know. Um, And so I don't know if this is tacky or not, but I'm just going to say it. Um, we as professionals, I know, I know, I know. I just, just the way I am. So, uh, you know, we are in business. We're here to make money. Just like a lot of people, Mm -hmm. please don't expect a discount. 
Um, I'm happy to give my guild members a discount, things like that. Um, but we have to earn a living. We have expenses. We have a lot invested in our machines, our education. So people will come to you and say, I want a deal? Well, uh, occasionally. Okay. You know, so um, just, well, I could, just I, know that this is a job. This is not a hobby. Well, I can remember when my dad was making quilt frames, you know, actively. And this one lady came up at the show and just kept trying to talk him down in price. And finally, I got angry because yeah. this is my dad yeah. in the garage making these frames. And yeah. this lady kept trying to get a better price. She walked away and I said, Dad, you're not even allowed to sell it to her at double. It, well, it insulted me. Right. Well, the thing is, you have so much invested. Mm -hmm. I mean, she probably couldn't build one of those to save her life. Exactly. She has all the years of training, trying an arrow, trying an arrow. Yeah, try. trial. You sound like error. me. I know. Uh, tongue tied. Um, and that's a big investment. Yeah. I think this is all really good information. Mm -hmm. Now, let's just put the shoe on the other foot. Right. You're trying to find a long arm quilter. Yeah, that's a, that's a big problem. Uh, I think it's getting easier because people are becoming more educated. Um, I would start at your local quilt shop. Of course, they're always going to be your best uh, partner in your quilting. Um, ask them. Usually they have a stack of cards, a list, or mm -hmm. something. Uh, also, you can look at their shop samples. Um, if you take classes there, ask the teacher. Um, my favorite place, I'm so loyal, is my guild. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you can definitely find a long-arm quilter in any quilt guild. There's, there's bound to be one, at least one there. And if you're not in a guild and there's one in your area, there's no excuse. I, I cannot. I can't imagine not belonging right. to a guild. I Right. Uh, and some people might be uncomfortable going to a new place with strange people. But they're but the best. They are. And yeah. You know, everyone, quilters are the best. Yeah, they Even are. Your mom said quilters are the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Of course, a friend. Any friend you know that quilts, um, they may know, ask them. Um, there's a new thing out that's a publication that's, I think it's on its second issue. Um, it's called the Professional Long Arm Yellow Book, and they have a website, uh, professionallongarmyellowbook.com. And it's basically a yellow book for um, long arm quilters. So if you're looking for one, there's a list in there with their... Well, I just saw this yesterday, and I think it's an incredible resource. Um, so let's say you... I found somebody who lives in your area, but you know nothing about them. What should you ask them? Okay, so when you're going to call them up, you're going to um, ask them, of course, you know, maybe not your first question, but ask them how they charge. And mm -hmm. because it, you can't tell off the bat what it's going to cost unless you've seen it, measured it, and know what kind of details they want on it. Well, and I want to back up to Christina's book that's coming out again this spring. She has basically one quilt top and then quilted three different ways. Right, and it would be great uh, if your quilter did have some sort of samples like that. Right, in other words, um, easy dorm room, right. in-betweener, and then killer diller. Exactly. Yeah. Showstopper. And she has more than one quilt top in it, but that's what she does with each quilt premise. top. Yeah. Right. And cool. so it's a great idea. And it'd be a great book for a long arm quilter if they wanted to get ideas for their samples. What's the name of it again? Uh, quilting Machine Quilting Solutions. Okay. And her full name? Christine Maricini. Oh, I called her Christina. Well, that's okay. She okay. answers to both. Okay. <laughs> and mom, too. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so ask them if you need to bring batting mm -hmm. or if they only provide their own. There's certain quilters that just like to use their own. Um, do they charge for thread? Should you bring thread? Um, how should I prepare my backing? Do you smoke? Do you have pets? Because mm. that may be an issue mm -hmm. for um, the, the piecer. Right. Um, ask them how much experience they've had. 
um, if you're really, uh, it's an heirloom quilt that you needs to be really special, ask them to see their samples. Well, you know what, if, references. It, if it were an heirloom quilt, I'd be inclined to have them do something before. You know, sure. just something small, sure. you know. That's a great idea. Um, ask them how much training they've had, if that's a consideration for you. Um, what's their style? You know, every quilter has a style. Uh, and you have found out that mine is not so much traditional. <laughs> right. Well, I think, you know, and I think that's a whole interesting thing, too, because I think with long armors, yes, you do have traditional quilters, but it's a whole nother thing. It it's a whole nother animal. And it's and it's being um, grown so gracefully and developed so beautifully. I have to say, Cheryl, at the turn of the century, I was really upset mm -hmm. of how quilts were being oh, ruined. A lot of quilters were, you know. And now it's just this whole new level that's incredible. Well, I'm grateful that you said that, and I and I'm embracing what you're saying because it's going to help our industry so much. Because there are some excellent quilters out there that are so talented mm -hmm. um, and they're getting the recognition that they're due but even even above and beyond the national names you know locally i mean what everybody's doing is mm -hmm. it, they're they're not just looking at it like oh i'm gonna do a mattress pad which is i think how it was 10 years well, ago you just made me think of another point that really really excites me and this is kind of how i am in the industry myself it's all about sharing uh, there's mm -hmm. no competition. I, I share with my long arm quilting friends or my domestic quilting friends on ideas and helping each other on APQS website. We have a chat area there where the quilters help each other. That's how we help each other grow. We're all going to be different. We're going to, there's plenty of business out there for all of us. And you know, if you think about quilting as an industry, as a collection of people, if people had been stingy, a hundred years ago, where would we be today? They probably wouldn't have had enough scraps. To I know. Those first I know. Fed and shared. Okay, then quickly, when somebody shows up at the doorstep, you say there are decisions that are going to have to be made right there. Right. So I'll just tell you, run through how I do it. So I'm going to greet my lovely quilter at my door and say welcome because I love them. Uh -huh. I have the neatest ladies that bring me the greatest quilts and some excellent quilters. Anyway, um, so I have a huge counter. First thing I do is I start unfolding their backing because I've learned the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the best ones are the mistakes you make, aren't right, they? Right, So I've made the mistake before of getting a quilt on my machine where the backing was not quite large enough. I only made that mistake once. <laughs> so I lay the backing out. If they bring me batting, I lay that out. And then I put the top on it and make sure make sure it fits the, the right size. Uh, so after that, what I'll do is I measure the quilt down the width and the length, and I'm writing everything down, and we're talking, and we're visiting. Uh, the important things to me to know is who is this quilt for? It really matters. And I get people, students, because I teach classes on arm quilting, well, how do you know, you know, what to quilt on it? you got to ask questions. What is the quilt for? If it's a baby blanket and the baby's going to use it... Oh, just get on with it. It's not and Make your mattress pad. Okay, right. <laughs> Um, but if you're going to enter it in a show, I'd like to know. Yeah. It's going to de really depend on a lot of things. Um, I want to know what your ideas are for thread color uh, and style. Most of my customers do not have a clue and depend on me to, mm -hmm. to help them make those decisions mm -hmm. and pretty much say do what you want, which mm -hmm. is a great luxury. Um, 
but you'd want to make those decisions before the person leaves so that no one's no one's surprised or, right, or right, surprised. right 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 uh, if you have a question during the quilting call them so that they don't have a surprised look on their face when they come pick up their quilt. Because, I mean, you're laying your heart on the line here just a little bit. Yes, you are. You know? But that that reminds me of trust. And, and I give them trust to receive it. Meaning uh, some quilters, um, want ex they expect to be paid before, maybe, or a deposit. I do none of that because I trust my quilters, my producers. Mm -hmm. And in return, they trust me as well. And I think that's a great... Well, that's a yeah. clientele base that you've built up, too. Sure. Um, and if you've seen their work, um, you can pretty much trust them. Well, I think this is all really excellent information. Um, I'll bet people have to listen to this a couple times to tell you the truth because there's so much in here. Right. And if we forgot something, just call me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll put a plug in for Cheryl too. She is in the San Francisco Bay area and I'll put a link to your website. Mm -hmm. Relicquilts.com. Okay. And, um, a picture of one of your quilts that is in my book, Keep Going. Oh, I know, it's so pretty. It's so <laughs> I don't mind saying it, it's really beautiful. <laughs> I love her. You know, this is just like so, so awesome. Oh, Alex, it was so fun. And see, there's nothing to be scared about. I was nervous. Okay, okay, so and on top of all of this, if you are at a national show, like you were just at Houston, mm -hmm. go to the APQS booth and ask for Cheryl a rebate. Right. And you don't even have to have an APQS machine. Do not be intimidated. We love all quilters. So come by and see me. And I'm the one with the crazy hair. Yeah. Well, no, I think your hair is beautiful. That's why. Well, thank you. <laughs> everybody sees my hair from blocks away and they come find me. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why that would I be. I don't know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And, and Cheryl, thank you for coming. Oh, yeah, thank me. <laughs> And on my website, again, I'll have a picture of Cheryl and her hair. Oh, God. And her <laughs> I shouldn't have said that now. <laughs> You're not going to live this one down. Oh. And um, also information on getting that your hands on that magazine that has everybody's names in it. Right. Professional Long Arm Yellow Book. Mm -hmm. And then I'll put down Christina's book also. I don't think she has a cover yet, but I think that you'll people will want to pay attention to this. Oh, Don't you sure. think so? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it'll be great for yeah. all filters. Well, until we meet and we do get around, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.